This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. You know, a lot of us can get stuck in our jazz improv when we get over analytical. We think a lot about exercises. We think a lot about certain concepts we may have learned that we want to apply over a jazz standard or a chord progression, and we forget that we're actually just trying to make music. And for me, and something that I like to instill in all my students implement into my courses and my programs is the act of creation, of experimenting, finding the notes you like, finding the notes you don't like, trying different things to see what works and what doesn't work. And so in today's episode, I'm going to do a little bit of a practice session just for myself over a popular chord progression, and I'm just going to try as many things as possible and just work through the chord progression, try to see what ideas come up spontaneously, see what I like and see what I don't like. And I think this will help you understand how you can structure a practice session around this concept of experimentation and creation. All right, ready? Let's do this thing. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. Hey, what's up, everybody? Brent here from LearnJazzStandards.com, which is a blog, podcast, videos, and a membership, all geared towards helping you become a better jazz musician. So welcome very much to the show. appreciate all of you for tuning in. Uh, you know, hey, today's episode is all about enjoying the creation of music. Because like I said in the intro, sometimes we do get bogged down with new concepts to try and exercises to work on, chord tone exercises, scale exercises. I mean, these are all things that I definitely think are great things to do, or, or even learning jazz solos by ear, learning licks by ear, learning the jazz language, all important. You can't ignore those things because without gaining the knowledge of what the jazz language is and trying to conceptualize it for your more analytical side of your brain, in the case of doing exercises, it can get a little bit difficult to try to create music on your own. But then at some point, you just have to sort of step out into the wilderness and start experimenting with some things and seeing what you like and what you don't like. So I'm going to be doing a practice session just for myself today. You're going to kind of be you know, looking through the window, watching me practice a little bit. But hopefully you're going to find something in this practice session of mine that will give you a sense of enlightenment, will inspire you to try experimenting some different things. Before we jump into today's episode, though, we just want to say that today's episode is sponsored by the LJS Inner Circle. The LJS Inner Circle is a membership where you get access to monthly jazz standard studies, so you can learn a jazz standard in a month with etudes, with tutorials, chords analysis, and an awesome community who's all working with that jazz standard together with you, as well as practice programs and courses that we have for everything regarding you know practicing and jazz improvisation, anything you can think of, we have it in there as well as monthly live jazz masterminds, which are Q&A sessions. You can get your questions answered. And like I said, an awesome community of like-minded musicians all working together to just improve and become better jazz musicians together. So if you're interested in that, go check out ljsinnercircle.com. See if it's a good fit for you and invest in your jazz playing and become a member with us. All right, let's jump right in to this practice session. 
Okay, so whenever we're thinking about doing a practice session where we're trying to be creative and experiment, um, I think it's helpful. Yes, you can just play free, and I do recommend doing that too. Like, just have no musical constraints at all. And that's a great way to practice too, is you want to work on just being creatively free and not worry about chord progressions and all that stuff. So that's definitely one approach. But I do think it's helpful for really trying to improve on something to get specific about what we want to improve on and experiment with to find musical ideas. Um, For me, you know, I've actually been feeling lately that I would love to be able to play over one, six, two, five, one chord progressions better. Um, you know, so for example, in concert B flat major, that's B flat major seven, and then G seven of some sort to C minor seven to F seven, and then let's throw a three in there too. So D minor seven, G seven, C minor seven, F seven. So And so, so on and so forth. I want to get better at that chord progression because that one shows up all the time in jazz standards. And the way I like to always think about what I want to practice is, well, what can I get the most bang for my buck on right now, right? Like, where am I going to see a lot of improvement if I hone something? And if I see that chord progression come up a lot in jazz standards, then it's a good idea to try to work on that. Now, one thing that I also want you to keep in mind that I'm going to be paying attention to a bit in my practice session here is the idea that some constraints are good, meaning that if we just allow ourselves to do whatever we want over top of this chord progression, you know, we're at the risk of it becoming noodling, which is okay if we start going to that place a little bit because you have to try things. But this isn't noodling over a 1-6-2-5 chord progression, right? We're really trying to figure out ways that we can trick our brain into creating melodies. And sometimes having too many options isn't the best idea. So I'm actually going to go ahead and start out uh, the the backing track here. I've got my handy band in a box up right now. And I'm going to just start uh, playing over top of this chord progression. I'm going to try just to use as few notes as possible to start. Okay, so we're not trying to play you know, fancy bebop lines here. I just want to play as few notes as possible. And then we can go from there. So let's give this a shot. So right now what I'm doing is I'm kind of just playing around with these two notes here. And they actually sound pretty good over most of the chord progression. Then you may have noticed I went... That's a third to a third of the five chord. So that's the next thing I'm going to try to play around with here is those two notes, but adding the thirds in there to really pop those chord progressions out. So let's keep working with it.
triad. I'm gonna play with the triad. So I'm just going to work on the triad with the B flat, G triad, F triad. some pentatonic here with the triad and those two notes so pentatonic triads and some uh, thirds as well for a second let's pause for a little second here so essentially what i was doing there is i was practicing with uh very specific very few notes um so obviously it so far maybe it's not the most exciting thing that i've ever played but one thing that i really am feeling like though as i'm doing this and putting these constraints on myself is i do feel like i'm getting a really good idea of where those thirds are and where the triads are and starting to slip in a little bit of that bluesy language. So it's kind of like helping me a little bit, I think. I feel like it's it's kind of helping me identify certain notes and feel good about the sounds and the different geography I'm dealing with. So um, now let's just add something else into the mix. So now I want to start thinking a little bit about the flat nines on top of the dominant seventh chords. So, you know, that's over the G7 and then... F7, right? Something like that. So I want to work on the flat nines a little bit, targeting the flat nines. And then we'll go from there. So let's go ahead and try it again. (laughs) 
to try to add as much chromaticism as much as I can right now. Let's just mess around with chromaticism. playing a lot of eighth notes and triplets so I'm gonna try being chromatic without doing what I really want to do rhythmically normally so I'm gonna try different rhythms Tempting to play the triplets. Thank you. 
stop that here for a second. So there's some things that I like. There's some things that maybe I didn't like. Didn't like going to the low register. A, I felt uncomfortable. But that probably means I should spend more time there, right? That would be a good idea. Um, yeah, so I think this is really a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun so far just kind of working through some different ideas and, you know, sort of adopting a bit of that beginner's mindset. I think that's so important, right? Because oftentimes we, oh, we just want to play something perfect. Um, I, I'm having fun just experimenting a little bit and seeing what we do. Um, obviously, we could keep going for a long time. Let me just try maybe a few other things that I think would be interesting to try. So one, I think I'm going to try doing as much extreme intervals as I can um, and see how that turns out. So just really intervalic playing, um, like bigger intervals rather than just smaller intervals. Um, I think that would be um, kind of interesting to try. And then anything else that just kind of comes up um, we'll, we'll do it too. So let's just, I do one more little go around here. as I can. Everything in, in, in intervals of force.
can move it even if it sounds a little outside but how can I resolve it This was um, a little bit insightful. I, I had a lot of fun doing this, um, and I think it could be a lot of fun to just mess around with this. And as you come up with ideas, sort of go, well, let me work more with that. You know, even if it's not perfect, if it doesn't sound exactly right, that's the whole point of becoming better at this jazz improv thing: is exploring what you know now and the things that are coming out of your ear and your instrument. And trying to just see what you can make of it. Um, here's the good news for you. No one has to listen to you do this. I mean, if I can do it in front of thousands and thousands of listeners and, you know, be fine with it, then you can do it too, right? So um, enjoy the process of experimentation. And so that's my call of action, call to action for you this week is to just practice experimenting like this, but use some sort of confine, like a chord progression like I did today. You can make it broader. Maybe it's a tune. Maybe it's just one chord, right? It only has to be one chord. Use some kind of confine and then try to limit yourself and gradually introduce new ideas. All right, that's all for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. appreciate you tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this. Hope you got some insight and some help for your practicing this week. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, make sure that you consider checking out the LGS Inner Circle membership. Uh, a lot of fun in there. We just have a good time practicing together, learning new material together, learning new jazz standards, practicing and making real improvement in your jazz playing. So you can check that out at lgsinnercircle.com if you would like. Um, last but not least, we are having our virtual summit. Uh, if you're listening to this in uh, the week of this publishing, our virtual summit is on February 27th through the 28th. And you're going to want to check that out. It's learnjazzlive.com to check that out. And you, you won't want to miss it. We have really awesome speakers, including Jamie Abersold, uh, Jens Larson, uh, Jeff Schneider, Peter Martin, uh, all kinds of great speakers. So do check that out at learnjazzlive.com. All right. We'll be having another episode of the show next week. Hope to see you there. Until then, happy practicing and cheers. Thanks for listening to the LJS Podcast, brought to you by learnjazzstandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes. And don't forget to join our jazz community at learnjazzstandards.com forward slash newsletter.
Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.